Hold on, I have another call. Tony Childs. Tony, I think I'm pregnant. Who is this? It's Joan. Joan Clayton, pregnant. <laughs> Look, you're playing on my business line. Who is this? Tony, stop. Come on, I'm a week and three days late. I am never late. You are not pregnant. How can you be so sure? Because people who get pregnant usually have sex first. <laughs> Hey, hey, that's right, y'all. We are back. It is Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. And as always, I am Nettie. And I am Etsy. And I'm so excited to be here, guys. I'm so excited because we're talking about pregnant pause. That's right. One of the girls ends up pregnant this week. Not really, but kind of, sort of. That's the one we're going to be talking about today. Season one, episode eight. And um, we have some tweets uh, about last week's episode, Everything Fishy Ain't Fish. It's just a couple tweets mentioning uh, last week's uh, <laughs> funny parts with uh, Tim and Tony and Darnell's situation. So we have Ooh La La, it's Dez. And she says, they really glossed over the Cecily and Strawberry part, LMAO. Darnell needed better answers than what was provided. Okay. I totally agree. I totally agree. And they never gave us closure on that storyline. Nah. I think the last thing we had was Maya saying, yeah, I don't believe him. Mm-hmm. And we never got, okay, well, Maya, what are you going to do about it? We haven't gotten that yet. Are they going to bring it up but again? They, I mean, she brings it up again today. Well, on the yeah, next episode. Yeah, they bring it up today in this episode a little bit. So it's kind of like they're moving closer toward a conclusion, but I need some some hard facts, just some closure, because dude needs to be dealt with if he's going to be eating strawberries from this coworker of his that he's going to work every day to see. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah. So next we have, <laughs> I love this Twitter name, Memes. That's right. A lot of ease. Memes says, y'all talking about all the funny scenes from Girlfriends and no one mentioned white boy Tim all in Tony's head at two in the morning talking about how intricate her sewing is. (laughs) That was a great scene. That was a great scene. And I love when I see sitcoms and they have like white people that are trying to figure out black hair. (laughs) Like, in an appreciative manner, not like an ew, like, oh, my God, what is that? Yeah. Ew, what is that? Like, is that whatever? But he was actually appreciating it. Like, he looked intrigued. And I love how, like, black sitcoms use that as a comedy device because it honestly is funny. It really is. Mm-hmm. I, I think we've all had that moment where white people are like, so, like, what's 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 the, what's, what's going on here with your hair? How do you do that? Oh, my God. It grew so fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's the one. Oh, my God. Your hair is growing so fast. Yeah, we get that one a lot. We all know, (laughs) right? Right, listeners? Exactly. (laughs) But today we're talking about Pregnant Pause. It originally aired November 13th, 2000. Written by Mara Brock Akil, Timmy Akinyame, and Regina Hicks. And I like this episode. It was good. It gave me warm feelings all over. That was a really good episode. I loved it. One of my favorites mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, I think this episode really gave it like a girlfriend's there through thick and thin mm-hmm. kind Ooh. of feeling. Like, <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> exactly. Be proud. 
Yeah, you may want to save that for your cold open, oh. but um, <laughs> or maybe I guess you don't got to do it now. But <laughs> but yeah, I really felt like, oh my god, warm fuzzies all over. So without further ado, go ahead and give me that cold open. So Lynn comes out with this box. Apparently, this box means a lot to her because it has all of her puberty, childhood slash teenage years. We puberty see- in a box. <laughs> We see Maybe all of her funny-looking clothes and a tape from... I don't know what the tape is about. What was it, What was supposed to be on that tape? It was her dancing to We Got the Beat by the Go-Go's. Yes, We Got the Beat by the Go-Go's. And, <laughs> got the beat. and then Maya says something like... How white were you? How white were you? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> And that's after Lynn pulls out the skateboard. Mm-hmm. Though. She's like, yeah, I'm a skateboard. I'm a cat. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> Lynn was white as hell growing up, child. Pretty damn. Mm-hmm. 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 And we also get a little side story, I think, about Tony and Joan, who also have a tape. Yeah, their tape. Um, <laughs> when they was in high school, they was trying to audition for some MTV show. Yeah, they never really go into detail about it. They just call it their MTV video mm-hmm. that they made. Um, but we'll get to that. We'll definitely get to that. Um, but they don't want... Joan's like, nah, nah, don't, let's not talk about that. Because she's embarrassed. But mm-hmm. I don't think Tony's embarrassed. But Joan's definitely embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And but, um, what happened, Max? <laughs> plaid shorts. Yes, the plaid shorts. Oh my god, <laughs> which I love. And is that the same shorts she's wearing in the episode? She wears them like most of the episode. She wears that outfit. Yes, yes. So she's trying to get back in touch with her white side, I guess. Which yes, why? <laughs> uh, something like that. Yeah, she's looking back on her um when she was a kid, the stuff that she used to like and everything in her puberty box that her parents sent over, and. She's introducing her black side to her white side or reintroducing. She just found her black side. So she has to introduce it to her white side or something like that. We'll get more of that in the episode as it continues. But um, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. And then here comes, you know, the iconic. Woo! Exactly. Exactly. So there's our cold open. And what I'm going to do for this one is like, there's a lot of like, let's sit around and talk about what's going on in the scene. Um, so we're going to go a little more general this time and just kind of overview of what happened mm-hmm. um, instead of going word by word by word, because that's pretty much what's going on in this episode. Mm-hmm. So we open up at 847, as always, because it's mandatory, apparently, like you got to do a, a scene at 847. Of course. It seems like it. And Tony's shopping on the phone for thongs. She wants one in every color. My girl. I mean, why not? And as she's on the phone, Joan calls in the other line. And she clicks over and Joan tells her what? Joan tells her that she's pregnant. She's preggers. And when she gets on the phone, she doesn't say who she is. She just goes, Tony, I'm pregnant. And Tony's like, who's this? And she's like, Joan? Joan Clayton? (laughs) Like she's like, yeah. She's like, nah, you playing on my business line. Who this is for real? <laughs> and Joan's like, it's me. And she, we find out that she's a week and three days late on her period, mm-hmm. which I'm sure it can happen due to stress. Mm-hmm. Plus, she's talking about she's pregnant. Did you take a test? I would have been like, yo, did you take a test? All right. She's just assuming she's pregnant 
because she's late. You always take a test and you take more than one test. We'll talk about that later, too. Mm -hmm. So once Tony believes that it's uh, Joan on the phone, she says, you know, well, they realize it could be Marcus's baby because that was the last guy she was with. And (laughs) Joan's freaking out because she doesn't even I mean, she had him put the condom on. She doesn't know if you put it on right. It lowers the probability of it working properly. It's true. She may have set herself up for a disaster. A lot of trust in, in the guys when they put it on. You really got to make sure. I don't know. No, sure. You can't trust these niggas. Just gotta, yeah, you know, I guess you got to have a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> so Joan's freaking out. Uh, but Tony reminds her that she just came off of a big case. Mm-hmm. So that might be the reason that she's late because of stress. And Joan agrees. And that's when she realizes also that stress can lead to heart attacks and strokes. But Tony's like, well, at least you're not pregnant, though. <laughs> Can't have it all, Cheryl. <laughs> you got to get the lesser of the evils. But I think the lesser of the evils is actually the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so next we're in the office and Maya's on the phone with her mom. And what's she talking about? She's talking about Donnell. Mm-hmm. She's cheating at us. Talking about castration. Jeez. And... I guess she assumes that he's cheating because she knows her husband and she knows that he's bad at lying, which we saw in the previous episode. And at the end of the day, she decides to go to counseling. I mean, not the end of that day, but I mean, with finality, she decides that she will go to counseling with Darnell. But she will not go to Reverend Hoskins because he cheated on his wife. And obviously it'd be inappropriate to take marriage advice from someone who cheated on their wife. So they'll figure that out. But at the beginning, she says, the Lord said, if the hand causes you to send then cut it off. Okay. Which is hilarious. So she hangs up as Joan is coming back from the bathroom. It's like her sixth time or something. Her fifth. Her fifth. Fifth time. And Maya's mainly just keeping track because she's bored at the office. And she thinks Maya smells like gasoline. Yeah. Her senses are very intense. Yeah. But... I mean, okay, well, if you've seen this episode, listeners, you know she's not pregnant. Mm -hmm. So maybe she's just, maybe the stress is causing her to be sensitive to smells. I guess when you're sick, sometimes you're sensitive to smells anyway. Yeah, the symptoms are are actually can be very similar from being sick and being pregnant. Like cravings, sensitive, things like that. Your stomach growling and shit, too. Wait, wait, so if if you're feeling nauseous because you're just nauseous, you'll have cravings still? Sometimes, yeah. Like right now, I'm TMI. <laughs> I'm feeling a little nauseous, and I really, really, really want some ginger ale. And I don't even fuck with ginger ale like that. Okay, well, first off, listeners, there you go. Getting to know us. Getting to know <laughs> us. Um, second of all, you want to get some ginger ale? What the fuck? Nah, I'm good. I drink some okay. water. Right. And I had some crackers. All right. You see, I got to check on my co-host. You know what I mean? <laughs> got to check on her. <laughs> um, so Maya's like, nah, I'm wearing my Ghana jasmine oil. And she gets it from her incense, man. <laughs> and Joan's like, oh, hell nah. It just smells like fucking high-octane gasoline. Mm-hmm. And Maya, she puts on her black detective cap. And she's like, hmm, hypersensitive to smells. Peeing every five minutes. Irritable. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you were pregnant if it wasn't for the fact that the last time you had sex. Oh, my God, <laughs> big girly hips Marcus. <laughs> Yo, she's at 10 in this scene. I love it. I love it. I love this scene. (laughs) 
I feel like although I am Joan, I would love to hang out with with Maya. If someone was like, yeah, who, which one would you like to hang out with the most? Definitely Maya. Maya, definitely. I think it, that would continue through the series as well for me. That's my final answer. <laughs> um, Maya gets all frantic and looks through the date book. And she's just like paging through like real fast, like and frantically. It's such great physical humor. And um, she realizes it was four weeks and three days prior that she saw Marcus. And I'm like... Um, side note, she got her personal life in that book, too? Well, I'm assuming in the book it doesn't say had sex with Marcus in it. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, her dates and stuff, right? Yeah, because it's a date book. She's scheduling her dates. Okay. She's scheduling her outings so that she can keep track of them. That's what I'm assuming. That's her assistant, you know? Okay. I mean, she's also t- keeping track of when she pees, so nothing surprises me, honestly. <laughs> but... <laughs> Maya's like, you know what that means? <laughs> Jabari's gonna have a playground there! But she says it with such energy. Oh my god. That ain't gonna yeah. be no play about the child. By the time that baby would have been born, Jabari would have been eight, nine. I mean, well, once they get older, but it'd be more of a play cousin, right? Not play brother. Yeah. That's what we call them in the hood. We call them play cousins. We call everybody our cousin. That we cool with. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all grow up, y'all cousins. Basically. Who yeah. in the family related? Don't worry about it. We cousins. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't worry about that. You're doing too much math. Stop that. <laughs> Maya says in this scene that if the baby has his daddy's hips, it's going to be a hell of a time trying to find a car seat. <laughs> so more shaming, more shaming of Marcus and his big hips. Baby making hips to baby, baby. Y'all remember that Fantasia song? Y'all remember that? Okay. What? It's called Baby Making Hips. Yeah. It was an album cut. I just know the Baby Mama song in relation to babies when it comes to her. That was a good one, too. B-A-B-Y. This, this goes, goes out, out to, to all, all my baby, baby mamas. mamas. Mm, yeah. Baby mamas. That was good for like a minute. Mm-hmm. Just a minute. Just a minute, though. <laughs> so, Joan's not with this whole pregnancy shit. She's not wanting to have this baby... She's feeling like her life is over. Now, honestly, at this point, she has not taken a test. Mm-mm. Keep that in mind, listeners. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. She's jumping to conclusions. She's already writing off her life. She's already saying, I won't get to travel. I won't be able to make partner. All this stuff. Did she already make partner? She made junior partner. Uh, she wants to make senior partner. See. see, I know the levels, but I don't know what each job entails. I know she's getting money, sure. That's all I know. Yeah, it's, that's all I know about. And it's all that matters. So she's talking about not being able to go to Italy and all this stuff. And it makes her worried. And then Maya gets real with her because Maya had a baby at 17. I thought it was 16, but. 16, 17. Hmm. Well, she would know. <laughs> I mean, she was there when the baby came out. <laughs> Maya's like, listen, you know, when I had my baby, whatever, I did have people to help me. And I had a mom. She was first trying to make her feel better. Like, well, you know, I wasn't one-tenth as established as you. I was super young. And then she goes, well, I mean, my mom was there. And I did have a man. Yeah. And I'm yeah. in high school, so I didn't have to have a, sacrifice my career. Damn, what was I going to yeah, say? I was like, right. So it's like, uh, yeah, Maya, totally different situation. And I feel like... Joan's in a better situation because she got money. She has the means to take care of this baby. She could even hire a nanny. Child, Joan's in, Joan is in a 10 times better situation than Maya was. Yeah. Absolutely. 
the amount of money she's making girl yeah and maya was like oh i had it good but i mean you had it as good as you could but Mm -mm. joan has a lot better so i don't know why she tripping i guess she just had more goals for herself that she felt like she couldn't do Mm -hmm. um I'm still thinking this episode wouldn't have even existed if she had just taken like three pregnancy tests at the beginning of the episode. But, you know, they let us go through all this for the suspense mm-hmm. and for we the gotta drag you know, it out. Exactly. So William comes in and lets her know that she's super late for a phone conference and he had to cover for her and do both of their voices to cover for her. And Joan's like, well, you may have to cover for me for the rest of the day because Maya says, yeah, she's feeling queasy. And William just comes on out and says it. He's like, don't worry, you might just be pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so silly. Mm-hmm. But he was kidding. But they're not kidding. Because they're bad at hiding their, their, you know, their faces and their true feelings. And um, he reads their faces and realizes that, oh, shit. Oh, shit. You, you for real pregnant? Like pregnant pregnant? Like preggers? Like pregger preggers. You know what I mean? And he dips out of the room talking about some, I guess I'll put both of my feet in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So that's when uh, Lynn and Tony come up to the office like they work there. I mean, come on, yeah, guys. Everybody named Mom be coming through to this damn office. That's the hangout spot. Like, really? Well, you know what? In a sitcom where people just walk in people's houses without knocking and shit, right. what do you expect? <laughs> Honestly, no one's going to go down and show their ID at the front desk or anything like that. It's just life. So, yeah, Maya called them to come through with reinforcements because she needed more help. Mm-hmm. because she felt like Joan needed a little more emotional help. And you know what? I really love that Lynn, well, Lynn ain't doing shit with her life, but Tony <laughs> took time out of her schedule to come through and, and check on her girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. So um, Lynn says something funny in this scene. She says uh, to Joan, Girl, you must be living under a bad moon. I have sex all the time. All I get is rug burn. <laughs> twice and you end up preggers sex twice with marcus what she didn't say with marcus she just said you have sex you had sex twice and you're pregnant twice hmm. is there something we don't know i just assumed she was talking about marcus she should have said more with marcus then because that was just confusing so now she's mad at tony because tony you know pretty much told her it wasn't a big deal earlier in the episode and now tony believes that it could be an actual pregnancy so she convinces everybody to go out with her and go get a pregnancy test. Thank God, because what are we waiting on? Mm-hmm. What are we waiting on? And Joan doesn't want to take a test because she's on some Donald Trump shit. She's like, if I test for it, then it'll exist. So how about we not test for it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a concept. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's not the smartest concept, but it is something to think right. about. It is a concept. You are right. It is a concept. But is it the right concept and the best concept? It's not. Because that baby's going to grow regardless mm-hmm. of if you test for it or not. And the corona going to be there. Exactly. It ain't going nowhere just because you ain't asked for it. It's still hanging out. But I love when Joan says, uh, I just want to take a wait and see position with this. And then Maya says... Uh, what position are we waiting to see? The top of the baby's head? <laughs> <laughs> Maya's on a roll. And Joan uh, is feeling nauseous. Maya says, me too. It's the busy plaid that Lynn's wearing. It's giving me vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> that outfit was kind of cute. There was something about it. It could have did something. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was missing. 
if you take a color out or something. It was a little too bright. Yeah, maybe if it was more of a purple instead of a pink, I think it could have worked a little better. Considering the pattern, they should have chilled out with the colors. Yeah, but it was her white girl outfit. So, you know, you know how they are. <laughs> they're always on 10. <laughs> so they're at the drugstore. What a, what a, tell me about this drugstore scene. So they're at the drugstore and everybody is there. They're looking for a pregnancy test. And Joan is going crazy. She's kind of yelling at people. And Amaya goes, girl, you got to get in the car and roll the windows down and just relax. Go to the car. She's like, go. Right. So Joan goes. Crack a window. She goes to the car. And then they're like, okay, let's get a pregnancy test. Lynn picks up one. And then Maya goes, girl, that pregnancy test is $19. No, we need to get the generic one, the $13 that comes with movie tickets and a arm <laughs> and a shelf and um, pamphlets and all that other stuff. <laughs> it comes with she's, all like, she's like, I think Maya says, yo, she ain't going to be going to the uh, movies when she got a baby. And Liz's like, girl, Joan ain't never going to see these tickets. I'm going to take these tickets. <laughs> Which shout out to them for having tickets with the with the um I don't even know if that's a real thing, but like I guess when you find out you're pregnant, you need to like do something chill, something to get your mind off of it. So why not go to a movie? Like it's like they're they're preparing you. They already have you in mind. Mm -hmm. You know? But then again, once you find out it's negative, you still have the tickets, so And you can still go. You can still go. So it's a win win. They thought about it. So then uh, Joan is like, no, Tony is like, oh, my gosh, guys, you know, she's going to need us. We need to be there for her. It's a really sweet moment. And mm. yeah, Tony's not so bad. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. A clock is right twice a day. Even she's a clock like, is right <laughs> twice a day. Come on now. <laughs> she got one moment and she's a hero. No, please. <laughs> she's like, she's going to need us. She's going to be a mess without us. And Ellen goes, yep, you know what? You're right. I'll get the prenatal vitamins and what she, what she said? Pickles, oranges. Lynn says I'm going to get the prenatal vitamins and the pickles. Mm -hmm. And then Maya says she's going to get the cocoa butter for the stretch marks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, Tony says she's going to get her the big ass panties. <laughs> she going to need. And there was something else about this scene. Oh, yeah. And Maya's like, we're going to be aunties. And Tony's all like... This is going to change all of our lives. I'm like, okay, let's stop being dramatic. It will, though. Will it? How close they are? I mean, yeah. Tony talking about she the godmother or whatever the fuck. Oh, no. I think I want my kid to be, uh, have a better role model. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially if it's a girl. I don't think I want I mean, uh, Tony to quite he's talking about have an influence over my child. Tony got bread, so Lynn can't be the godmother. She broke. <laughs> and Maya... She's the sister, so that's a no. <laughs> Maya already got a kid. Yeah, she already got a kid. So, yeah. I guess. Well, you know, the godmother only comes in to play every now and then. So You know, she'll God come willing. in on the, um, on the holidays or whatever. Yeah, so it won't be too much of an influence. So, I guess. I guess. Oh um, but, yeah, they head back to Jones and they do the test and they're all sitting in her bathroom. They can all fit. How nice. Nice bathroom. Uh, waiting for the result. <laughs> and there's a timer. Um, Lynn is doing a Rubik's Cube because it's the 80s. And that was in the box, apparently, because that's what they did in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And ding, ding. 
it goes off. And Tony picks up the test and says, congratulations. And Joan's like, wait, so that's like negative, right? Great, I'm not pregnant. And Tony's like, oh, yeah, true, true that. Um, actually meant the opposite of congratulations. Mm-hmm. It's positive. Mm. Now, what would you have done in this situation if you were Joan? Riddle me that. I would have looked at the test, made sure that that's what it said. I would have done that first. And then it's some shit where she's been mentally preparing herself. So she's like, oh, okay, I guess I am pregnant. But don't you got to take like three of them shits? Exactly. Thank you for getting to my point. Why you take one and done? No, you buy at least three of them shits (laughs) because false positives happen. Don't we know that? Dealing with this coronavirus and shit like that and pregnancy tests from forever ago. That you always take at least three. And they take ten, whatever. And buy the 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 actual brand, not the generic. Yeah, you want to make sure that it's yeah, the highest, you know, level of brands because you know the cheaper ones be faulty. <laughs> out of date or something like that. They might be factory rejects. <laughs> just you know, just take at least three. Yeah, that's a <laughs> I've even heard the yeah, it said I was negative, but come to find out I was pregnant. So Whoa. Yeah. So you That's know what? the worst. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you're celebrating and you don't even know and you're doing all the partying and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can happen. I wouldn't know. Not me. Not me. Neither would I. Neither of us. So don't even think it. What they, what they used to say on BET? Wrap it up. Oh, my God. That's a throwback. Oh, my Wrap God. Wrap it up. <laughs> that PSA went on forever. Bro, years. I mean, you, that's never a message that expires, mm-hmm. you know? So Joan runs out and she's having a fit. God, this is so unfair. I did everything right. Oh, why is this happening? I'm a good person. I, why, why do bad things always happen to good people? <laughs> I can't go. <laughs> That would suck for this baby, in quotes, to know that his mom didn't want him. Her mom didn't want her. And she considered her a bad thing. It's not a shame want the baby. It's just that I feel like Joan is someone who really wants to plan out everything that goes on in her life to a T. And the baby is a huge deal. So she wants to have the career. She wants to be married. She wants to, you know, there's certain things that she wants to do in order in a certain sequence. Okay, so that's well put. But she was like, oh, my God, why does bad things happen to me? I'm a good person. It's like, yeah, you you are a good person, but it could be worse shit that happens to you, honestly. That's what I'm saying, girl. At least you got money, sure. Yeah, and you got money. You got a house. You got money. You're a lawyer. You have it all together. It should be broken. Still be having kids, so. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I've seen mm-hmm. some. Not me. Not me, guys. <laughs> Just saying. I know people. But I I love what, what Joan says here. She says, I can't be a mother. I'm still a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to the funniest line for me of the whole episode. Um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh, my giggles, my giggles. Maya says, like after Joan is like, oh, my God, I want to do this with my life and all this stuff. I want to make partner or senior partner. And Maya's like, you can be whatever you want to be. And she's like, no, I can't, Maya. 
Can I be a sofa, Maya? What if I want to be a sofa? Can I be a sofa? No, no. no can I? No. Can I? No. Joan, you don't want to be a sofa, honey. Look how much trouble you got in being a loveseat. Yo, <laughs> can I? Can I? <laughs> that shit, yo. It came kind of out of left, left field. It was funny. Yeah, enough. and she says it with such force and like the look in her eyes. Like, <laughs> and like, um, I watched this episode, like, I, I don't know, if, like for this podcast, maybe like five times, not even, maybe four. And every single time, even if I knew it was coming up, just the way she says it. <laughs> and so, um, shout out to Tracy, like, delivering that line. Perfect. I can't fucking deal. Mm-hmm. But while this is whole. I want to like not negate what's going on with Lynn, this whole B plot of her trying to embrace her black side Yeah, because she was a mixed kid who was raised by uh, a white adoptive couple. Mm-hmm. Are they called adoptive couples? Yeah. I think that's the adoptive. right term. Okay. So that's why she's wearing the pink plaid that she used to wear when she was little. She's like reminiscing and trying to introduce her grown black self to her little white girl self. But they're talking about that while um, Joan's getting her life together and, and coming to terms with what's going on in her life. So after a nap, Joan's feeling more optimistic about the pregnancy situation. And they let her know she has options. Maya's like, you're not going to get an abortion, though. Excuse me, Maya. I was like, whoa, hot take. Hot fucking take. Let's get into it. And yeah, because Maya, don't do that. Don't do that, Maya. My girl. Guess because she's a mom, you know, that's why she said that. Like, no, it's Joan's choice. So it's Joan's choice. Maya, mind your business, and You shouldn't girl. be influencing her. Yeah. That's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your baby. Maya says, but if it ends up being adoption, make sure it's a black family because you don't want the job to turn out like Lynn because Lynn got adopted by My white parents parent. and she's, <laughs> she's super, super white. <laughs> I think Lynn can also get away with that because she's, biracial i don't know i kind of feel like it's a bit different when you're fully black and then you're all dipped in white culture with no type of black culture i think it's a little different like she got one foot in the white door so it's like it's not too foreign it's not too foreign Mm -hmm. so they're all talking about lynn and how they don't want the baby to turn out like lynn and william comes in and what does what does William say? William has a little come to Jesus moment. William is saying that he would be the kid's father figure, which is super sweet. Yeah, and the audience just melts. Well, if your baby needs a father figure, you can count on me. I always figured I'd make a good dad. Well, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's cool. But the way the audience reacted, they was like, oh. I felt like they were about, about to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, y'all, all he's saying is he going to take them kids to the park here and there. Like, he ain't, <laughs> he ain't the daddy. I'm like, that's sweet and all, but like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know? So I was like, oh, maybe I should react a little more differently, a little right. more sensitively, like. sensitively about this. Am I not feeling but, that? Um, yeah, it is very sweet of him. Um, he apologizes for being so short with her at work when he found out that she was, quote, pregnant, unquote. And he's going to support her, you know, and the baby, if he needs a father figure, she, whatever. And he's already bought the baby a rattle. I was like, OK, 
hey, William. Like, William's usually like a, a, you know, a quirky dude. He's always joking around. He's always got a little, mm-hmm. little kiki in him, know what I mean? I'll do ya. Little kiki. <laughs> I'll do ya, you know? <laughs> but this time, like, he's really serious. Like, I don't think we've seen this, the whole series up until this point. Not yet. Do it more often, William, because I'm tired of some of your shit sometimes. <laughs> but also... um, Obviously, the writers, maybe this is an early 2000s thing, but I know nowadays they would not give the main character of a sitcom that's in its first season. A pregnancy scare. Not even a scare, but a baby. Like, watching this the first time, if you know about television, you know this girl's not pregnant. Because that would take away all of the story possible storylines that you could do for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. You know, she can't be out hanging out with the girls. She can't have all these relationships with these dudes that that build her character, mm-hmm. you know. So that's that's how you really know. Ah, probably she's not pregnant. You know, some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, if we if we know how stuff is written and how TV shows work, this girl ain't pregnant. But it is sweet to see that in the event that she was pregnant, that all her friends would come together and be there for her if she needs them. And that's why it's called girlfriend. They're through thick and thin. Mm. Because they are. They're through thick and thin, I wonder if she performs that on tour. Like when she books performances. Bitch, I don't know. But next time I go to a concert and Andy Stone is there, you know I'm about to request that (laughs) shit. I'm notorious for going to concerts and just yelling out songs. (laughs) Say this one. And they be like, okay, it's on the list. It's coming. coming. I get that sometimes. (laughs) So they get together in a circle around her and everything, and they give her hugs. And Joan says she wants to name the baby after all of them. That's ambitious. Very. <laughs> Willatoma is what Lynn comes with. Willatoma. Hey, ain't that the shit to make you go to sleep? <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's melatonin. Uh, <laughs> Child, it's some type of um, something in your brain to make you. <laughs> that do sound like. I think you're thinking about um, oh, when your brain your brain bleeds, it's called a hematoma. Mm. <laughs> Close enough. Damn, Willatoma for like that could be a middle name, but for a boy or a girl, that's crazy. That's whack. Oh, by the way, so in the scene before, I think it's before William arrives, Maya's talking about her white secret that she has. She says, "I have a white secret." Lynn's like, "What?" And her confession is that she loves Bon Jovi. <laughs> that's so relatable because i feel like black people have that one band or one white artist that just drives us wild Mm -hmm. you know what i mean mine is lady gaga yeah she white yeah she white (laughs) Um, why you like that she not white enough because like i mean she is white but yeah she's fine she's cool she's white it's just that sometimes her music it's kind of kind of got a beat to it. It ain't white enough. Like, it ain't white, white. Mm, I got some type of... It's like if you had said Ariana Grande, I'd be like, nah, that's that's not white enough. Mm. You know what I mean? Or if I'd said, like, Justin Timberlake, like... What about... Bon Jovi is, like, fucking left field. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I love me some Kenny Loggins. <laughs> and I will follow Kenny to the ends of the earth. So I would have to say, like, Taylor Swift or something? Or is that still a little too... <laughs> something like that. Yeah, like... The love I have for Kenny Loggins, I know COVID's going on and everything. Be safe, Kenny. Please take care of yourself because I want to see you on tour. That's my my white secret, I guess. Mm. But Lady Gaga's, yeah, she white too. That's that's cool. 
That's cool. <laughs> the last scene, well, kind of second to last scene, Tony's at the drugstore and she's looking for condoms. Because <sighs> she doesn't want to get caught up in what Joan is going through. So she's, uh, Joan calls her and she's drawing herself a bath. And she tells Tony that it was a false positive. There's no baby. Well, duh. <laughs> like, they're going to give the main character a baby? A baby child. In season one? Nah, bro. That's too much. Wait, oh, that's bo- too much. Oh, boy. With the, um, with the Shakira hips? Mm-mm. <laughs> you mean the fucking Jennifer Lopez hips? Because... <laughs> Shakira's not. She had a she had a shape, but oh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Cause I'm I'm like thinking that J Lo has wider hips than than Shakira than Shakira. No, yeah, but she does. Shakira did have the song. Shakira did have the hips don't lie song. Shakira know how to move them better though. Mm, you're right. You're right. But Joan went to the doctor, and the doctor told her that she was not pregnant. Now this is the route she should have went to begin with. Because why are you telling the world you're pregnant? Why are you telling her? First, she's telling people when she has a late period. And yeah, why didn't you go to your doctor sooner? Mm-hmm. Having people buy you baby toys mm-hmm. and prenatal vitamins and big, big ass panties. Which all those things can still be used. Yeah, you can still use them. I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. yeah. So she tells Tony that she still has the prenatal vitamins Tony's like, yeah, I heard they can uh, make your boobs bigger. Because they can make your boobs bigger. They they are really good for your skin, for your hair. That's what they say. Really? Oh, I'd be scared. I'd be scared to take them. Yeah. Just for no reason. Right. I don't like I don't like taking pills or vitamins unless I need need them. Like, I don't know what they're doing to you. Like, there's so many side effects from shit like that that I don't even I don't play around with stuff like that. But once Joan hears that they can make your boobs bigger. You see Tony on the phone and you hear Joan coughing on the other line, on the other side of the line. (laughs) And Tony's like, one at a time, Joan, one at a time. (laughs) Joan's trying to get them boobs right. So in the final, final scene, Lynn's back to normal. We get Lynn back Mm -hmm. and she's wearing her like warm colors. Is that what they call it? Mm -hmm. Warm. It's very much um, those natural muted colors. Like a brown. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's not wearing the plaid anymore. No more going down memory lane. I also want to mention at the beginning of the scene, when Lynn walks in, Maya and Joan are on the couch and they're having a pillow fight. And it's so cute because, you know, Joan's been through a lot. And just sometimes having a pillow fight with your girl, one of your girls, it's like, I need this kind of moment just to be kind of kid-like and just, like, bust some heads, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love a pillow fight. Yeah, yeah. And in this scene, Lynn says the line, this is what it was, I'm Lynn, not my skin. Get used to it. And that's in reference to, like, her trying to be something she's not and just kind of being herself. And Maya says, like, I hate to break it to you, Miss uh, Complexion, but in America, you black. And that's, that's real talk. Um, that's real even though she like yeah, is that what you're saying? she's she's obviously mixed y'all can we not but but <laughs> but some white people don't give a fuck no nah, i'm not saying as in like okay well you know she's mixed so she's not gonna experience racism but if y'all think that white people can't tell the difference between a black person and a mixed person and they don't treat you accordingly then you're delusional they 
absolutely know the difference. Oh, yeah. we Even black people do that. But I get what Samaya was saying. Like, okay, girl, you're not white. Calm down. Yeah. But even even black people have those same, like, oh, well, I'll treat this light-skinned. I've seen ones where people treat their light-skinned daughter better than they treat their dark-skinned daughter. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. And I think that Lynn knows that. She didn't just be mixed, become mixed yesterday. <laughs> so she knows. Mm. And then, guess what? Tony found their old MTV tape that they made back in the 80s. <laughs> she paid She paid Lynn to tell her where, where, where it was at. Yeah, yeah. And they decided to play it. And it goes a little something like this. This. My name is Joan. Mm-hmm. And I'm always on the phone. Mm-hmm. Talk to my girl. Mm-hmm. All night long. I don't even know what that is. I mean, great. It was cute. It was so cute because I like the outfits and I like the ambition. But like, what was the audition where for? Were they gonna, yeah, what Child. were they going to do with this? I don't know. You know, MTV has so many shows back in the day. Was MTV going to play this? They barely played black artists until like MJ. 85 or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on now. Like the 90s. Chill. Yeah. Like, I bet if they turn that tape in, they just toss it right in the trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 80s MTV wasn't fucking with black people like that. Not at all. So, what's your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes moment was when they were in the supermarket and everybody just gets together and they each get what Joan might need for the pregnancy. And Tony's like, you know, she's going to need us. We have to be there for her. And you know... And it's just such a warm, fuzzy moment. I really like it. What if she's really pregnant? I mean, that could change all of our lives. We could be aunties. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we've got to be there for Joan. You've seen her. She's going to need us. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, I'll get the prenatal vitamins and the pickles. <laughs> all right. I'll get the cocoa butter for the stretch marks. Ooh, 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 and I'll get those big-ass panties she's going to need. Aww. Yeah. You trying to be deep. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, my oh, hell yes moment is similar. It's similar. It's when they were in her living room after William came in and said his piece, said his part. Mm-hmm. And they were all around her and talking about how they're going to be there for her and coming up. And she's like, I'm going to name my child after all of you. And they come up with Willatoma. And I just love that whole scene, especially William. Like, he really tried to pull at the heartstrings here. Mm -hmm. Like, that was just the moment. Like, honestly, in a moment like that, even though it's a scare, you need your girls. You need someone there to support you. There's a lot of girls that have this issue going on. Mm -hmm. And they don't got nobody they can turn to. They don't want to even feel comfortable telling anybody Mm -hmm. so the fact that she has william tony maya and lynn is just the most heartfelt thing ever and they come together and they're not shying away or telling her she's a hoe or anything like that you know what i mean well damn i like that a lot (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's true very 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 heartwarming sometimes like some friends be like they be your friend till you get in a situation like this and then they true colors be showing. All facts. So, 
next episode is called Fried Turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so if the title didn't give you a clue, uh, it's a Thanksgiving episode. Okay. And also, we have another special guest in this episode that makes an appearance. Actually, I think it's a couple of special guests. So we'll talk about them next week. And you know what? Shout out to whoever left our latest five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that's right. We got another one. Five stars. Thank you, guys. But they didn't leave their names. I don't know who it was. They want to be anonymous. They know who they are. Honestly... Don't be scared. Don't be, Don't be scary. scared of us. It's not right. We yeah. ain't gonna invite or whatever. And you know what? Next time, whoever wants to leave a five-star review, go ahead and, and write a review so we know your name. Mm-hmm. We like to make friends, I guess. But thank you so much for taking the time to do that. Because it helps people find our podcast even better. All that stuff. But thank you so much. Remember, guys, our Twitter is Hell Yes Girl at Hell Yes Girl on Twitter. Next week. Meet us back here with turkey. Some mac and cheese, some um, collard greens. Yeah, bring bring some mashed taters and some mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And uh, as always, my name is Nettie Smith. And I am Etsy Rowe. And we will see you back here next week for some fried turkey. Hey. Holla. <laughs>